the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a slam dunk. Ah, Sometimes it's a major project for the staff here to uh, come up with a winner of a very important award that we give out here every Friday. This was one of those weeks when there were so many worthy candidates to choose from. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. And in this case, we have a repeat winner. That would be Jussie Smollett. Who else could it be? He won it for committing the crime a few years ago, and now he's a double winner for his performance in court yesterday at his sentence hearing. I'm fashioning the following sentence, and here's your sentence. I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. Mr. Smollett, though the jury found you guilty and I've sentenced you as I have, you have the right to appeal the findings and rulings of the court or ask your sentence be modified. To do those things, you need to file a notice of appeal in writing within 30 days. You may also file a motion to modify your sentence, which would have to be filed in writing within 30 days. Anything not stated in those filings are waived for purposes of appeal. You cannot afford lawyers or transcripts. They would be provided for your charge. Do you have any questions? No, I would just like to say to Your Honor that I am, uh, I am not suicidal. That's what I would like to say. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. So I think he said he's not suicidal. Uh, It's almost like uh, Jussie doesn't believe that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. At least he can be comforted uh, for the next five months with the knowledge that he's the winner again of the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk to the author of a book called Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... 
Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show now through Sunday. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-619-6488. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-619-6488 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-619-6488. What do you have to lose? Call 800-619-6488. Again, 800-619-6488. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking Relief Factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Moose is the German Shepherd, now 11, and he's been an amazing dog. Moose is so active and so alert and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has a beautiful coat, and at 11, he'll still run and chase the ball. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. Dynavite for life. Because if they're getting all their vitamins, micronutrients, microbials from the beginning, then you're not going to run into the problems associated with the grass, pollen, dust, dirt, fleas, ticks, you name it, and the itching and shedding down the road. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, Right from the beginning, so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Jussie Smollett, uh, or Smollett, I don't know which it is, but anyway, he's not going to have a good weekend, uh... He ate breakfast and lunch in the Cook County Jail today. He'll be getting three squares there for the next 148 days. He was sentenced yesterday after being found guilty of his now famous hoax from back in 2019. Wilford C. Riley is a political science professor at Kentucky State University. He knows all about hate crime hoaxes because he wrote a book called Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling Fake uh, a fake race war and he joins us now and uh, uh wilford i appreciate you being here thanks again for having you come on yeah yeah glad to be back on the show so uh you wrote about 409 hate crimes uh hate crime hoaxes in in your book so i think you qualify as an expert on them how long did it take you to know that jesse was making all this up well, I, I actually said on Facebook and Twitter uh, the day after this happened that there was there was no chance that this had happened. And this wasn't me and my social scientist role. This is me kind of shooting the breeze with poker buddies online and this kind of thing. But if you recall the full story, I mean, Smollett claimed that he was attacked by two big white Trump supporters um, who were carrying a gallon bottle of bleach and a knotted rope noose and who were wearing the bright red MAGA hats, 
wearing quote unquote patriotic ski masks, whatever that means in the heart of center city, Chicago, in a neighborhood that's maybe 25% black, 10% gay. Uh, he claimed these people recognized him from the television show empire, which is kind of a hip hop show about multicultural bisexual rappers, you know, really big out in out in the heartland. But they, they attacked him. He fought both of them off. This is on the coldest day of the year, by the way. He broke away to his apartment, a uh, noose still around his neck. He'd gone to Subway before this, so he still had the sandwich in his hand. I mean, as soon as the police report became live, as soon as people started hearing what, what the claim was here, I mean, I think I and many other people, at least in that heart of hearts, knew this was just nonsense. Well, what was the reaction of your friends uh, and colleagues when you dismissed it that quickly, because back then uh, you were very much in the minority because everybody was believing him. Well, I, I think that there was, as with so much of this stuff, as with the trans debate, as with the CRT debate, as with the quote-unquote don't say gay bill, I mean, all that prohibits is teaching about sexual intercourse and sexual orientation with kids under third grade. I mean, I, I think there's kind of the public face and then there's the private life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, whether you're talking about Caucasian, African-American, whatever, friends of mine in a, in a barber shop or on a golf course, I mean, I, I think people were pretty open about what this probably was. In public, I mean, I got a, I got a few shushing noises, but, but less than you might expect. I mean, I, I think that a lot of people were pretty skeptical about the story. And that only increased, as you saw, kind of the Smollett publicity tour where he went live on, what was it, Good Morning America, oh, yeah. featured guest on GMA. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the story was told over and over again, and details kept changing a little bit, and pe- people had some real questions about it. Well, he, he walked out of the courtroom yesterday still proclaiming his innocence after all this. Have you ever come across a hoaxer who was more obviously guilty but who still proclaimed his innocence right up to the minute that he's being let out of the courtroom headed to a slammer. Well, actually, uh, quite a few of them do this. I mean, so in the book, Hate Crime Hoax, I mean, as you mentioned, and see, it sounds like you read the book. I mean, yeah, the total is 409. But I broke down a bunch of these classic cases because this is not a standalone. I would argue, and there's some debate about this at the conferences and so on, but that the majority of these sort of high-profile racial incidents whether that's Jesse Smollett, Covington Catholic, Jasmine Saweed, the Burnt Black Churches, Tawana Brawley, Duke Lacrosse, Air Force Academy, most of the Central Park dog walking, most of them have fallen apart because we don't we don't have an ongoing race war in this country, John. So I mean, I think that this it it rapidly became pretty evident. Uh, what was you, you may need to redirect me here because I got I got caught up on that list of cases. Actually, I mean th- this is something that's, that's happened quite a few times. Uh, yeah, and I'm uh, the part of the uh, title of your book, as I mentioned, is how the left is selling a fake race war. So this is pretty serious stuff. Um, was five months in prison enough for this guy? Well, I mean, there, there are two schools of thought about that. I, I think it was a pretty reasonable sentence when you're talking about the actual crime of. Uh, filing a false police report or some. Oh, what I was going to say earlier is that quite a few of these hoaxers have never, sorry, have never admitted that they, they made this up. I mean, Tawana Brawley is a nurse in Virginia. I'm not, not going to give her a dress, but has continued to say over the years, you know, I was a victim. Uh, I'm not sure the person in the Duke lacrosse case ever fully admitted that was falsified. And I, I, I think that Jussie knows his audience. I mean, right now we're going through the quote unquote racial reckoning. So what he's saying pretty explicitly is like, I'm a black man. I'm accusing someone of racism. You better not disbelieve me. I mean, he got his family to issue these statements, stand, stand outside the county courthouse and say they believed in his innocence, so on. In terms of the sentence, um, I think on the one hand, that is a reasonable sentence for falsifying a police report. I would have gone with a much stiffer sentence, given what we're talking about. I mean, given that the defendant he was caught red-handed. I mean, you're talking about a check that was signed to one of these Nigerian guys, the Olsen Dario brothers. I mean, you're talking about two confessions from three of the people involved in this, uh, so on down the line. And Smollett has never admitted guilt. He's never apologized to the city of Chicago, my hometown. So I, I would have been tempted to throw him in there for a year or more, frankly. But that, that may just be personal vengeance. Well, you know what I think is missing from all this is the perjury. Perjury is supposed to be a pretty serious offense, and he perjured himself, uh, did a really good job of perjuring himself, 
and um, has, has had no apologies for that. Um, it, it, I'm always surprised when the government catches somebody doing that, they don't take the opportunity to send a message to future perjurers that this is not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I think coming from I, I have a law degree from the University of Illinois prior to the Ph.D. and coming coming from that legal background, I mean, you, you do have to go with what the charges on the docket are. So I don't think Smollett was ever formally charged with perjury, whatever the reason for that might be. I mean, we've seen a couple waves of this case, right, where the you know potentially not always on the up and up Chicago DA's office dismissed the first round of claims against him. So right now, I think there was kind of a desire to get this done with, charge him with the simplest thing possible, and again, send him to jail for half a year or something like that. Um, I'm kind of with you on this one, though. I would almost like to see in cases of, for example, a false sexual assault claim or a false hate crime claim, the person making the fake claim get the sentence that someone who was falsely convicted for that crime actually would have gotten. This is something that we forget with uh, Smollett, that the police were doggedly scouring through that area. I mean, they were looking for people, they were interviewing people, they were checking, building video camera footage. If they had found two burly Irish-American guys that were out at that time of night, and that wouldn't have been too hard to do on many nights in Chicago, right. those guys very easily could have gone to jail. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, uh, again, you, you uh, uh, chronicle 409 of these hate crime hoaxes in your book, uh, Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just wondering um, what the what the um, law in, in in looking into these cases. How often do the cops dismiss these immediately, but then feel like, well, I, this is ridiculous, but we can't say that. We gotta we gotta play the we, we go we gotta go through the act here and pretend that we actually think it's serious. Or how, how how seriously do they actually take investigations into stories as ridiculous as the one he told? Well, I, I think it's a really good question. Um, I don't I don't speculate down to the decimal point what percentage of hate crimes I think turn out to be hoaxes in hate crime hoax, but I note that it's it's very high. Um, I use a couple of different methodological techniques, and the estimate is over fifteen percent, at least at least for high profile cases. So pretty often, especially if you're in a liberal city or you're on a college campus. I mean, the narrative behind the scenes, if you you talk to an officer that you're friendly with, for example, is very much, well, this probably didn't happen. Um, We don't want to call it a hoax. We don't want to provoke charges of racism against a good small department. So we're just going to kind of let this one fade away, if that makes sense. And the the classic example of this actually is a case at the University of Wisconsin involving a young woman called Althea Bernstein, who claimed that a group of fraternity men had driven up to her vehicle. She was parked at a light. Um, they had said insulting things about black people. They had sprayed her with lighter fluid. And then they had tossed one of those lockback Zippo lighters in the car. They had, they had almost burned her alive. And this, this came exposed sort of step by step. I mean, there was a camera on the light in question that showed nothing like that. She had just parked peacefully there and driven on. Uh, it turned out there had been a rock. This was during kind of the summer of George Floyd on the university campus the day before this, where people had been spraying lighter fluid on buildings where they were scuffling with police. So it became very obvious this person was, was sort of making this up and had probably committed a crime herself. But as far as I know, there's never been a question of charging her. The case just quietly vanishes. So if, if you Google Althea Burns, today you still see things like unresolved you know is the criminal out there and i think the answer is yes but it's not it's not who that story is probably implying yeah and um the twitter's been full of quotes from politicians the last uh, day or two uh, uh including the president and vice president who going back in time when the when this uh story first broke uh the president the vice president of the united states who immediately uh, bought this story and said what a wonderful person jussie is do you think they're now any less likely to believe the next one? And I'm talking about people like the president of the United States uh, and everybody else, but especially people like him and 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 uh, Harris. Well, I, I would question how much people actually believe many of these racial stories in the first place. I mean, when you hear some of these things like a white woman unprovokedly attacked me in the dog park 
or four model-looking Caucasian men attacked me on the New York 6 train and attempted to tear away my hijab. We certainly understand that there are fist fights between people of different skin colors in high schools and so on. But I mean, when you hear one of those stories, I think that for most urbanites, there is an element of doubt. I mean, the large majority of crime is not interracial. The large majority of crime that is interracial, you're talking about muggings or something of that sort, not conservative activists attacking minorities. Um, I think what you're probably seeing is a little less likelihood of just going along with the story and making it sort of a national news item following the collapse of this and the collapse of Covington and so on down the line. I, I think that people might be, whatever their initial thoughts would have been in either case, people might be a little more inclined to wait. Remember, by the way, that, I mean, people were jumping on this in serious ways that could have impacted the hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, at one point, I believe it was, uh, I actually forget the politician, but someone called for the Jussie Smollett Anti-Lynching Act, uh, a stronger version of what just passed the Senate. I mean, so you would have seen very stringent hate crimes and violence crimes penalties in the USA under, you know, Smollett's name. So I, I, don't, I don't think people are going to be as quick to jump on the next one, whatever they might in their heart of hearts think about it. We're talking to Wilford uh, C. Riley. He's the author of Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. Um, you mentioned Good Morning America. I made a point to uh, watch it this morning. I, I, I don't say I, I watched the entire two hours, but I did see that uh, what I saw the, when they did, a, uh, did this story this morning, they devoted less than two minutes to it, I believe. And this is after Robin Roberts had embarrassed herself in an interview with Smollett uh, when the story broke. So is that a sign of how the media just don't get the seriousness of these hoaxes? Or do you think it's just a sign of they're embarrassed, they want it to go away, and, uh, well, you know, okay, we got to report this and let's move on? Well, I, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's obviously the latter. I mean, this is something I note in hate crime hoax, actually. And this is, this is very problematic, by the way. This also is something you encounter with these police violence cases, which also almost invariably turn out not to be what they were originally billed as. If you remember Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. Uh, this is what we encounter in just straight interracial crime scenarios, stop Asian hate in terms of who the attackers turned out to be. But certainly in, in this, this niche sector of these fake hate crimes, what you find is that the initial story is presented on the front page of every tabloid and broadsheet. And the retraction when it happens is the, the joke I use is on page 27 of the leisure and pet cat section. With Smollett, it, you couldn't hide it that much. But I mean, of, of course, there's a desire on the part of the people that made this a national story and that then found out it was a total fake, not, not to say that too widely. The problem with that, though, is we, we go through this cycle over and over again where we hear these stories, Trayvon Martin and Michael Brown and Jacob Blake and Jussie and Yasmin, and we never hear that most of them, Kyle Rittenhouse, that most of them turned out to be complete bunk. Yeah, I got about a minute and a half left, um, uh, Wilford. Uh, Smollett's, Smollett's hoax uh, may be the most famous, but is it the most ridiculous that you've come across? Well, I mean, what I find, like I said, uh, the most ridiculous is probably Duke Lacrosse, where someone claimed that they were sexually assaulted by an entire lacrosse team in a three by six. I mean, we've been to college, you know, college row house sort of bathroom. Um, there were other cases where people faked their own kidnapping, so on down the line. Actually, I'll, I'll give I'll give a prize. The most ridiculous of these had to be the University of Missouri, where an SEC football team threatened to drop the season because of an epidemic of these incidents that almost all turned out to be fake. I mean, at one point there was a claim the college president hit a student protester with a car. There was a claim someone drew a swastika in, in crap, John, in, in human feces on the wall of one of the dorms. I mean, the, this went on and on and on. And I mean, when I and other players like National Review looked at it, almost, almost none of that was true. So the, these fake stories have reached the, the highest stage of media prominence in this country over and over. Hey, Wilford, I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, people should check out your book. It's very timely right now, of course. Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. Hope to have you on again, and I love following you on Twitter. Of course. Look forward to talking soon. All right, thanks. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. 
Texas Supreme Court paving the way for the nation's toughest abortion law to remain in place in a ruling that again deflated clinics' hopes of stopping or even pausing those restrictions anytime soon in the Lone Star State. Today's ruling is the latest defeat for Texas abortion providers, which have now lost at both the Texas Supreme Court as well as the U.S. Supreme Court. President Biden says the United States and allies will revoke most favored nation trade status for Russia. That will allow countries to impose higher tariffs on some Russian imports. And in Ukraine, Russian forces appear to be expanding their offensive and now starting to strike new areas in the western part of the country. 100,000 people have been evacuated in just the last 36 hours. This is SRN News. Moose is the German Shepherd, now 11, and he's been an amazing dog. Moose is so active and so alert and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Now, Moose, at age 10, had a litter of 10 puppies with a friend's dog. We kept Lupo, his son, and the other puppies were given to friends. But one of the requirements was they must start those puppies on Dynavite. And someday, if Lupo has puppies, they'll be on Dynavite as well. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, right from the beginning so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. She's listening all the time and getting smarter every day. When you want the conservative perspective on today's most pressing issues, Alexa has the answer. You just have to point her in the right direction by saying, Alexa, enable the Answer Pittsburgh skill. Now say, Alexa, play the Answer Pittsburgh to get your favorite conservative talk station without lifting a finger. Look, Ma, no hands. So, Alexa, what's your favorite station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. My sign is a potential customer's first impression, so it needs to be perfect. It's possible at Staples. There are four other bakeries within five blocks of here. My shop needs to stand out. Also possible. With Staples Print and Marketing Services, small businesses can print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Create your sign at Staples. The Working and Learning Store ends 326. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Water damage to your home or business? Don't know what to do next? At Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh, we do. Demand the yellow van. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Has your home or business been damaged by fire, water, or storm? Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Some very heavy delays for you on the Parkway West inbound. 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, a whole lot of volume, close to a 20 minute delay. Outbound side, not as bad. Now, Parkway East, we've got that accident outbound. It's off to the shoulder near 22. You're jammed from William Penn Highway on up. Inbound side backed up into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On 28, busy both ways approaching the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Winter weather advisory in effect late this evening through tomorrow afternoon. For tonight, periods of rain early, then snow accumulating 2 to 4 inches, the low 22. Windy, very cold tomorrow with blowing and drifting snow, otherwise cloudy with snow tapering off, accumulating 1 to 3 inches. Storm total snowfall 3 to 6 inches, the high 24. Sunday, sunshine giving way to clouds, breezy, high 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. 
The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Maybe you've noticed that the big guy and every Democrat, everybody in his administration and every Democrat in Washington, uh, all of a sudden seems to love uh, electric cars. They want to get rid of oil and gas. Uh, They don't talk about where the materials to make all those batteries they're going to need are going to come from. But they're going to come from China. And the big guy's son, maybe you've heard of Hunter, uh, he helped China take over the biggest cobalt mine in the Congo. Uh, Fred Lucas is the chief, and that was when uh, Joe was vice president. Uh, Fred Lucas is the chief national affairs correspondent at the Daily Signal. He wrote about this way back in November. He joins us now. Fred, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So you you wrote about this uh, way, way back in November, millions of years ago, uh, at the Daily Signal. Uh, Did this get as much attention back then as it should from Republicans and even maybe more importantly, the, the media? Well, uh, not the media, but um, I, I, I think we, we did see that um, uh, Republicans in the House, uh, James Comer, the top Republican on the House Oversight Committee, had asked for some hearings uh, and investigation in this. Uh, another uh, House Republican, Ken Buck, uh, had pressured the, or has been pressuring the Justice Department to appoint a special counsel in this case with uh, Hunter Biden's uh, globe trotting business ventures. And particularly this one, um, I think it's interesting to probably look at this again because this is a cobalt mine. Cobalt is, uh, has to do directly with the electric car industry. And we're seeing even um, uh, that that's, that's a big part of this uh, uh, Chinese uh, business ventures that Hunter Biden has. And we're seeing the Biden administration and their officials, mouthpieces out there, they're still pushing electric vehicles, uh, even during this time when we have um, uh, an, an, an invasion, the Russian invasion in Ukraine, uh, and, and, and we're in this particular tough time uh, where we could really use some uh, domestic energy production. Oh, um, so uh, Hunter Biden, uh, how does he? How did he help the Chinese? Um, Get into the well, not not get into the cobalt mining business, but uh, help them get involved in one of the biggest cobalt mines in the world. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, Hunter Biden, he was a um, he, he was a uh, top partner in the BHR firm in uh, China. Uh, that, that that was associated with the Chinese Communist Party, and they uh, has part uh, owned by the uh, Bank of China, which is of course a uh, with the government there. Um, now, uh, that company uh, paid $2.6 billion to purchase um, this um, cobalt mine uh, based out of Congo. Uh, bought it actually from an American company. Uh, and uh, Hunter Biden, when he was part of his firm, uh, he helped facilitate that sale. He was sort, sort of a go-to guy, and he was the... Um, you know, at the time, uh, a vice president's son. But, um, and uh, what's, what is interesting about this, and, and, and I did want to point this out because this didn't get a lot of attention, uh, and it actually came to my attention after I wrote this story, but um, um, this cobalt mine, is that was part of an opposition research paper that popped up uh, a a few weeks before the 2020 election. And at the time, uh, there were several media, mainstream media outlets that said, oh, this is just all, this is ridiculous. This entire document is ridiculous. Um, and there, um, there, there were a couple things here and there in that that didn't pan out. The cobalt mine clearly is something that panned out. Uh, and w- so when the New York Times reported on this in November of last year, um, it started actually started getting some attention, and and people just pay attention to this. So, so this is just something that's uh, in the sort of endless soap opera of Hunter Biden. But but this doesn't really have a lot of consequences because uh, one, uh, it shows he's this is a company he still uh, has ten percent ownership in uh, with BHR. And two, it also ties in with a 
Biden administration goal, uh, which is having more electric vehicles. Oh, so um, Hunter Biden, you say, still owns the uh, 10% of this company that uh, that bought uh, a billion dollars worth of shares from uh, the London Mining Corporation, which right. owned a portion of the Cobalt Mine in, Chi- in Chicago, not Chicago, Congo. Um, and now China is con- in control of all that cobalt. And, and it's, what's interesting is that I think if you ask most people, uh, if, if you went out on the street and asked Americans what is cobalt, they wouldn't have any idea what it is. They maybe have heard of it. They wouldn't know what it's for. And they sure wouldn't know how important it is for the uh, electric car industry. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's true. And, and this is a... Um, <clears throat> Um, and, and, and again, I, I think we come back to if Hunter Biden were out making money on his own, uh, that might be one thing. Even if he were some, on some level using his name to make money on his own, that would be one thing. But uh, electric cars are so heavily subsidized, and uh, the, the, the perception at a minimum, the perception is that he would have influence within – the, the electric car industry uh, to to move money towards buying in into this uh, into this mining and then these rare minerals. So I mean, this, this is something that's you know, I I think you can directly tie with uh, with his father's position in government uh, with how he's cashing in on this. And he's still cashing in. Apparently, if he still owns ten percent, he's he's still cashing in on something. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that was a, just a recent report in the Washington Examiner about that. About uh, so he still ten percent uh, share, according to some uh, Chinese government documents that, that came to light. So um, now, and, and it's, it's still co-owned by the Bank of China as well. So and, uh, and then the largest. In and your piece back in November, and we're talking to Fred Lucas of the Daily Signal. And your piece at the Daily Signal. Uh, in November, you wrote about the December fourth, twenty thirteen trip that Hunter flew, uh, went, that he took with his dad on Air Force Two to China. What happened on that trip? And that's a, that's by the way a trip that uh, it, for some reason uh, there's very little um, interest from the media in pressing uh, Joe on what what that trip was all about. But what what was going on there on that trip to China with his dad, well, who was uh, VP yeah, at the and time? That trip. Uh, Joe Biden met with uh, uh, President Xi, uh, but um, his son actually met with a host of business partners uh, with BHR, and uh, he also arranged a meeting uh, with some of the business partners and the vice president at the time, Joe Biden. So, so that was uh, certainly something where he was, I think, flexing his muscle in terms of his uh, government connections. Well, he has, and according to your story, uh, Hunter, uh, his business partner is Jonathan Lee. L I is is yeah, he, uh, who is Jonathan Lee? Uh, Jonathan Lee, uh, he, uh, that is like one of sort of big wigs with uh, with Chinese finance and and with uh, BHR. So is he a com- is he part of the Communist Party? Is it- uh, yeah, yeah, he he, he does have. He does have ties with that, and um, I mean, much of uh, much of the, the large scale financiers within um, China are essentially government players, one way or the other. So they, and, I mean, there's not a lot of separation. If you're going to be a successful business in China, you almost have to have buy-in with the Communist Party, and, and this- BHR definitely. Large scale and and uh, most of it's owned by the Bank of China. So, and has Joe been asked whether he was that one of the things that Joe was asked about when he said that he didn't know anything about any of Hunter's business deals? Was this one of them that he didn't just didn't, uh, just couldn't remember why he had his son uh, with him on a trip to China riding in the government plane? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I know that he has been asked about uh, Hunter's. Business. I don't know that he's been specifically asked about that. And is, but he's he's not. He's keeping himself separate from this. And and it. This was you wrote this story uh, four months ago now. Um, but 
with gas prices where they are and everything that's going on now, everybody in the Biden administration uh, is doubling down on the push for electric cars. Um, at some point, uh, this this story should shouldn't this story resurface somewhere? When when we if 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 if, if you if this push for electric cars becomes real. And uh, cobalt becomes a word that everybody starts hearing about because cobalt will be like oil, won't it? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. On, on, on some if if electric cars ever really really take off. Now, um, I mean, the the rationale here is that uh, from the Biden administration, uh, and I think it's not a rationale that they necessarily fully believe yet, is that. Um, breaking away from any dependence on Russian oil. Uh, and, you know, uh, as gas prices go up, now's the time to shift to alternative energy. Uh, the demand out there is just not, uh, there for, to switch to electric cars. Uh, not yet, no. Uh, I mean, and, and, and most, most regular people can't afford these electric vehicles anyway. And, and, right. and, and there's not the, really the supply, there's not the, uh, refueling outlets there to, to, um, Address this at a mass level, so uh, I, I don't. I, I think we're probably a long way away. The uh, U.S. Energy Information Association actually has said that um, in a recent report that through at least 2050, uh, people aren't going to be shifting their demands for um, from away from fossil fuels. Well, that, that, that I I don't disagree with that, but I, but the problem I think is that. Um, the the Biden administration is so uh, – everybody is – you got Jennifer Granholm, the sec- right. energy secretary, just the other day saying, hey, you wouldn't be having this problem if you had an electric car. you got Pete Buttigieg out there saying uh, the, the secret is to start buying electric cars. And as you said, people can't afford them. But, uh, mm-hmm. um, but you have the son of the president of the United States who's invested in – uh, who's who's helped the Chinese become uh, maybe the leader in the cobalt mining business in the world, and he helped them do it. Yes, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I mean, and, and that is something. I mean, uh, once the administration, uh, and I mean, they already are subsidizing this industry. Then I mean, once they increase their subsidies, once once they really double, triple down on this. I mean, there's even a, a recent. Uh, Official uh, is actually an energy advisor with the State Department. The Biden State Department uh, had said it's time to, uh, and, and even in his words, double, triple down on pushing alternative energies. So, yeah, I, yeah uh, I mean, regardless of how realistic it is, we are going to see the Biden administration um, attempt as much as possible to just dump money into this. Of course. Yeah, I mean, they, they can only dump as much money or as much new money uh, as Congress will let them at this point. But. Well, when you wrote this story, and, and we're talking to Fred Lucas, he's the chief national affairs correspondent at the Daily Signal. When you wrote this story, uh, at the time, it was right around when the $2 trillion bill passed, and $320 billion of that was going for energy. How much of that is uh, was headed for electric cars? Uh that I don't know specifically, uh, but I mean, uh, it, it would have been. I mean, this was such a high priority for the administration, so yeah. I, I would think it would be a lot. Uh, how much of that would in turn go towards this uh, BHR own firm uh, is, is also I don't know for sure. But I mean, it, it you know it, it would easily be probably within the hundreds of millions. I would say. Yeah, out of three hundred and twenty billion. Um, is going for energy, but it's not just that's that's also solar and all kinds of other things. Um, right. uh, and uh, what 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 does a subsidy for an electric car look like? What what kinds of things? How how is the government subsidizing it? Oh well, uh, they're they're largely right now they're subsidizing the companies that, that make these. Um, as far as whether they'll. Um, and, and they're providing tax credits and so forth when people buy um, hybrid vehicles um, in some cases. But um, uh, as, as far as it, if it ever gets to a point where they're actually subsidizing purchases, uh, that, that'll be interesting. I mean, uh, we saw this week before Vice President Harris took off to Europe. Um, 
she was talking about how uh, one of her biggest priorities is electric school buses. Yo, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think you're, I mean, uh, regardless how serious you take that or how seriously you take Tom Harris, um, I mean, <laughs> it does show that uh, that's, that's something that they're going to double down on. So, so I think that they're going to also push this at the local government level, school buses and things such as that at state, local governments. Uh, they'll, they'll probably have some special, you know, grants, money, and so forth for uh, local governments. Local governments usually like to double up those grants, so that so they'll probably try to make some sort of transition to green vehicles. And um, I got I'm out of time now, but it's uh, I, I would hope that this uh, the more that they push the electric cars, the more we hear about this uh, connection between his son and cobalt because I, I think it's a pretty big deal but I, I have a feeling the media are not going to be all that interested in it well we will yeah. uh, at the <laughs> <Davis> signal <laughs> so yeah, we're so, going to yeah. be following it pretty close hey I appreciate it uh, what you've done to this point I appreciate you coming on the show thank you very much Fred yeah thanks for having me okay that's Fred Lucas of the Daily Signal we'll be right back I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number. Or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. What if I told you your home movies are already past their prime? It's true. The magnetic tape used in VHS and camcorder tapes only lasts between 10 to 20 years, which means your baby's first steps, weddings, and family vacations are fading away as we speak. Digitizing your old media with Legacy Box stops this fading process in its tracks. And by preserving your recordings, they're safe forever. Legacy Box is simply the best way to preserve your past, which is why they've been trusted by over one million families. Your memories are meant to be shared, not chewed up by the VCR or worn away with time. For a limited time, you can convert your tapes to digital for just $9 a tape. There's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. That includes film reels and photos, too. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get our $9 sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to unlock our $9 offer. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? 
Well, the crazy thing is, this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. This is the John Stacker Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Now, we had Wilford Riley on, uh, the author of Hate Crime Hoax, how the left is uh, promoting a race war. And um, uh, he, we talked about the reaction to Jesse, Sm- Jesse Smollett's ridiculous story. And so here they are. Here are some of them um, from Twitter. This is still up there on Twitter. Here it is three, almost three years later. What happened? This is from Joe Biden. What happened today to Jussie Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor, that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. We are with you, Jussie. And then Kamala Harris, who was only a, uh, I guess, a senator then. Jussie Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for a quick recovery. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. He had a rope around his neck. They they showed up at 2 in the morning with a noose. Um, No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. Then there's Bernie Sanders. This racist and homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett is a horrific instance of the surging hostility toward minorities around the country. We must come together to eradicate all forms of bigotry and violence. I don't know if Bernie's out there with a tweet like today when he was sentenced or that, you know, he's embarrassed or upset or apologetic. But he says this is this horrific instance. uh, This is a horrific instance of the surging hostility toward minorities around the country. That's why this creep should have gotten a year at least in prison, because this is what United States senators were saying as a result of his ridiculous lie that he told. Jussie Smollett is in the Cook County Jail. Enjoy yourself, Jussie. Check you out in what? What's five months from now? We'll see you in what? August? Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.